What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Oh, man. Sophia broke her nail. My real nail, not even a fake one. <laughs> so I'll do the intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed Podcast with your favorite sisters, Sistine. And Sophia. Yay! Yay! Such an update. Now I feel bad. There actually is nothing worse than a broken nail. I know it sounds dramatic, but truly it's a big deal. But no, it's you know what the problem is, is because I've been doing those fake gel X's for a long time, and I swear to God. Since I've taken them off, my nails are ho- like look how short they're. And I'm not by the way, I'm not cutting them short. They just keep falling off. Here's the thing: they're so weak. There's two types of girls, right? The natural short nail, and the long cat claws that I have on my hands. This is so ugly. I cannot even. I really badly want to be you, that kind of girl, the natural small nails. Except I feel like they look so naked. I look like I have little chokes. No, no, I want to be hands. you. Why would you say that like that? Now I don't want to be you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know I, what I mean? I, I don't almost... know. I want to be you because I like having then pretty do nails. It. But I can't. I can't keep doing it. So you use? Do you have? Do you have um the stuff on top to then paint over? Like yeah. I use my real nails. No, no, no. Because that peels the real nail off. Well, that's why my nails are falling off. I can't keep up, though, because now there's the whole Russian manicure, which... What's that? I, sounds fancy, See, you and know, I kind of want it. You know the beauty trends? I know the wellness trends. Oh, you're Sistine? Well... Sistine almost threw up in the elevator when I told her what I was doing um, for my next health <sighs> trend. So... I was gagging, actually. It was as, disgusting. As we all know... Your girl has cystic acne. As we know, I have (laughs) eczema, cystic acne, and a broken nail. No, but I mean, makeup does wonders. And thankfully, it's actually slowed down. But suddenly, I woke up yesterday with two massive ones on my face that really hurt. So um, I've been, of course, going to not the doctor, but to the doctors of TikTok to find out how to fix this. And so some girl said that uh, having a spoonful of CMOS gel every morning on an empty stomach is the way to go. So, um, it basically, I can't even explain the, the way I explained it to the scene. I don't think it, it's a little TMI on this, but it's, it's like a, it's like sushi tasting. Cause it's all salty. Um, and let's just say it's a cloudy white color. And let's just say that it also has like a jello thicker texture, <laughs> not like a jello texture. It's like thicker than jello. <laughs> Um, so you have a spoonful of that. And I you feel like we're playing it. a game of code names right now. Like you can say everything but what you're actually trying to say. I don't say. want to say like you said it was like a salty, cloudy pudding, but thick and gel. <laughs> now you see why I gagged in the elevator. Yeah, and I have, now I'm trying to do it every morning. Oh, how do you think I felt this morning? Okay, I have I have something to say. Yes, I think all of these TikTok health wellness trends. I do think it's a little bit of a hoax, a little bit of a money grab. So the girl that showed a photo of her before skin and after skin and how then do the last not, page was but, the Zemos is lying how to do you me? not know she's not drinking a gallon of water every day, she did doing say she apple cider vinegar shots, only eating clean? No, no, she I mean, that. you never know. I'm doing the turmeric shots. I'm doing the CMOS gel. I'm doing the gallon of water a day. My question is- Celery juice. Why torture yourself? My stomach really hurts. That's what I'm saying. Well- 
because you don't have what I have right now. So I'm trying to, but I all, I know at the end of the day, what it really is, is my stress levels. I just need to calm that down, but I refuse because I've been a high functioning anxiety person for the longest time and I can't break down now. I have to keep this going. Go to therapy. Stop saying go to therapy. I don't need a therapist. I know what my thing is. My thing is, is that I just don't know how to calm myself down. I don't need to tell, like, I don't need to hear someone say, calm down. You know, like, I don't need to work through anything. I know what I need. I know. You know what's funny though? As what? I was saying that and I heard myself back, you know how certain things become part of your personality? Because it's like a little bit of a one up on you. Therapy is now part of my personality. Like, I think I'm be better than it. you because yeah. I go to therapy, which is not true. I also think being a New Yorker is my personality now. It's not. But Ooh, nice tell hat. me that. <laughs> tell me that when you don't talk to people, the first 10 minutes of your conversation is about you living in New York. Like, it's your personality. Kind of. Right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's like a new outfit. Okay. Like, I want to talk. I want to talk about something that has really been keeping me up at night. And, you know, I've pondered a lot and I've really done some inner deep work and oh I've come God. to the conclusion that I give up. I give up. No, that's fair. I give up on what you might ask. Well, last week's episode, I was really excited because I had two dates lined up. We called him Mr. Friday and Mr. Saturday. I was so excited. I thought, these both these guys are checked out. They look great, responding well. All is good. We were excited. They had a solid age. They had solid jobs. They seemed like they were responsive, decent to look at, decent to look at. All the stars were aligning. Yeah. Where should I begin, Mister Friday? <sighs> yes. Well. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> we decide to meet up at a bar. Mm -hmm. And during this time of year in New York, if you don't have a reservation, you're not getting in anywhere. Yeah, I really didn't understand when people were saying that before. How it's it crucial. It it's impossible. Something booked four months ahead of time. It's impossible. So first place didn't work out. Then I said, okay, let's meet at this place. The second place didn't work out. Across the street from the second place, there was this divey dive dive bar. And I said, Let's just go there. I don't care. I just want to sit somewhere and talk to you. Yeah. Like, I don't care where we go. Right. And we go to the hostess stand and the guy's looking at me like, well, I don't think we have. And I said, sir, I like pulled him in. I was like, please. It's our first date. Grabs him by the collar. I did. <laughs> please. I said, it's our first fucking date, man. <laughs> Help a girl well, out. Okay, the one thing I will say is when you saw him at first glance, you're like, okay, he's not bad looking. And then she described him. I don't know if you guys have watched Suits. She said he sounds like Harvey Specter. Yeah. Which like that I kind of a deep, <laughs> demanding voice. You're like, ooh. He does not have a deep voice at all. <laughs> no, just just a powerful presence. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I begged the hostess. He said, oh, God, let me help you. We get seated. Right away, it seems to be going well. Um, you know, there's a few things that I look for in the beginning of a first date. What, what's within the first five minutes that you're... I always think it's polite to say, you know, I'm so happy we're meeting up or you look really nice tonight or I'm glad we could do this. Something to just... Just say, like, I'm happy to be here too. Yeah. Just, yeah. like, something, right? I said he looked handsome. He didn't say anything back. <sighs> Listen, I'm not one of those girls that is, like, pulling for a compliment, but... <laughs> like I put in two hours <laughs> I did put in two hours like come on yeah, come no. on oh, so we sit down the conversation's flowing 
I want to give credit to myself. And he didn't ask me any questions. Fine. So what do I do? I keep asking questions. Yeah. Because the conversation would lag otherwise. But even with that happening, I still felt like, okay, there was some funny banter. Like he had this yeah. sort of personality where he doesn't really give an F and he just right. was right. saying whatever was on his mind, which I kind of liked. You like the no filter. Yeah, that repertoire back and forth. And then he said, you know, you look familiar. What do you do? I said, what do you do? Well, I said, I have a podcast with my sister. I, you know, have a show on. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you famous? Oh. Are you famous? Wait, that makes, hold on. Hold, hold on. I knew I knew who you oh, were. Okay. This is the thing. Even if you knew, there's a hundred ways you can approach this. And it can be 10,000 times better. You don't. But it's just like, you can totally just say this. Oh, cool. What's the show about? No. That's it. But it's, here's the thing. He was playing it off like he didn't know anything about me going into it, which I kind of appreciated. And I don't think personally when Sophie and I go out, I don't think people know us. And I still don't think people yeah, know us. Yeah, actually, I, I like, get confused if people stare at me and I get kind of in the thing I'm is, like, why are they? They don't know us. They know our dad, right? Yeah. And so we're pretty much attached in that realm. He kept egging me on and saying, are you famous? You look famous. Who's your family? Oh Who's God. your family? Are you famous? And I said, I don't even know how to answer that. And I said, well, I'm not. Um, my parent is. And... He goes, oh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that's how I know you. Also, it then goes into a 30-minute fangirling moment, talking about how Sly was brought up in Hell's Kitchen. I just watched the documentary. Copland is my favorite movie. Telling me things about my dad that I already know. So I already know. Oh, God. If, if this is the thing. It's okay to be a fan, but... Would you want us to go on a 50-minute tangent about your so father? That's what I tried to do, by the way. I love your dad. He's such a great dentist. That's what Every I tried to do. Every single tooth he's filled, perfect. That's <laughs> like, what I tried to do. <laughs> I cut him off. He said, what does your dad do? Let's talk about your dad. And he was like, mm, my dad, uh, yeah. But then he went right back to Sly. So I thought, okay. And then he started sort of cutting me down and what I do. And he goes, well, yeah. that makes sense why you do this or why you have a podcast oh, or why whatever God. because of him. Has he been on a date before? And like, I don't <laughs> think he maybe he realized that was pretty insulting, but I still rolled with it. But, you know, steam started billowing out of my I mean, ears at this point. He did say he had point. no filter at this point, too. I was going off. That was strike one with him. Strike two was the no questions. Strike three, oh, so Mr. Good. Funny Guy Friday was saying something funny to my face. Don't even remember what the line was. He said something like, I really want to be in a relationship. Then straight... <laughs> I can't even say it. Like, I can't even... He looked at me and said, I want to be in a relationship. Then stared straight at my tits and said, I want to be in a relationship. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't think they heard it. No, but he was like growling. Like, like... Like, like you wanted to jump in there. I have never. Okay. All right. And, to, and here's strike four. Here's strike four. At this point, I was I was ready. 
to oh make a run God. for it. Well, he's like the boobs have a brain of themselves. Here, but here's strike four. Remember how he said he acted like I was a total stranger, yes. but then he secretly knew everything about me. He also thought it would be a good idea towards the end of our date to bring up other men that I've gone on dates with. <laughs> First and last names. Oh, no. How do you know this information? Yeah, How so, do you especially know? Especially the ones that he was bringing up was pretty rogue. I don't post <laughs> people I go on dates with. I don't even follow people I go on dates with. How do you know? Stalker. Stalker? Stalker. All right. Red flag. What I did was I run to the bathroom. This is also a really good hack for any ladies out there that are like, I got to get out of here and it's not wrapping up and he keeps ordering another cocktail. I go to the bathroom. I pass the waiter on the way there and I said, please bring the check to the table. (laughs) I go to the bathroom. I call Sophia. I said, where the hell are you? She said, I'm here. She sends me her address. I call an Uber in the bathroom. All right. By the time I got out of the bathroom, the bill was there, paid for. That was the only good thing Mr. Friday did. There and paid for. Uber was already outside. Ran for it. Done. (sighs) Horrible. Yeah. And also, haven't even heard from him since. I thought I did a great job. (laughs) I wasn't even texting me. That's the best part. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? He probably thought he did bad. I I think he has a feeling that he didn't do that great. I mean, Sophia, he even talked about his exes. I mean, it was like on and on I mean, I did. I went on a date not date when I was in Palm Beach like remember a couple weeks a coffee thing where I didn't even realize it was a date yeah but he thought it was immediately within the first two minutes talking about his ex for the last for the next hour I'm like just don't uh, look this is just not a date just don't (laughs) just don't um it's just it's just not it it's just not it let's talk about Mr. Saturday all right and this was the one she was more excited about totally yeah we had some witty banter over text I felt really good about this one. He was more my type looks wise. He was the one that was new to the city. New to the city. I was like, I feel good about Mr. Saturday. So I woke up Saturday morning, sprung out of bed. I said, you know what? Friday night was a fail. It can't get worse than Friday night. I'm excited. I'm ready. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bogged (sighs) down. Now, typically, when you go on a date with someone, there should be a follow-up prior to the date. Yeah, just right. like, hey, looking forward to tonight. Either something. a day before, the day of, even yeah. a few hours before, just to sort of remind that person yeah. what's happening. I haven't spoken to Mr. Saturday. Saturday in about six or seven days. Well, no, no, it was, no, I was like, no, no, no. Three days. It was Tuesday, the date was Saturday. Okay, yeah. Okay. Four days, five days. Still. The plan was also loose. It wasn't a booked reservation. It was a, oh, let's meet at this bar. It was a loose plan. (laughs) Now I start getting ready early, right? And can I just say, sometimes, ladies, you know when you do your makeup and it just slays? Like you looked at yourself differently today and you're like, whoa, everything just came together perfectly. She came into the living room and was like, my eyeliner? I don't know how I, I balled so hard, so (laughs) hard. I was like, this is going to be a great night. And I said, you know what? It's kind of funny. I haven't heard anything from Mr. Saturday. Yeah. Um, so she asks me and goes, hey, so do I need to say something to him? Should and I it's, it's text like him? Two hours before the date. Yeah. Okay. And so I say, you know what? <laughs> I mean, at this rate, probably. I would hope that he would. But just if you guys have this good 
communication. Who cares? Just well, not ask. even good communication. It was a few back and forth, okay. and I haven't spoken to him in days. So I was right. like, okay, I'll just reach out. It's fine. Yeah. I said, hey, are we still on for tonight? He responds about 40 minutes later. If you'd like to still be on for tonight. Now. <laughs> what? It's like. Chris, honestly. Honestly, I honestly want your opinion. You could be totally honest. What's going through your head when you hear that? That's a crazy game to just play off a rip. You haven't you've never met this person before. Yes. Like that's a crazy game yes. to play. Okay. Right. And it's definitely you're definitely playing a game. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. It's like you don't know him. You've never met him in person. Here's um, the thing. And then also the fact that he hadn't followed up or anything. It's not like right. this is like so, you guys have talked about it, and then he's just saying, Are you here's still the sure? Thing. I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, right? Instantly I was thinking. Maybe he's trying to be funny, right? <laughs> but also, you don't really do that if you've never even met the person. I don't know his his banter. I don't know his personality. So I'm just reading it as what he wrote. Instantly, we call in the girls. Well, well this is the thing. First, she tells me. And I have the same reaction as Chris. Like, mm. <laughs> like ooh. And she goes, wait, but I need, like, a second opinion. So, yeah. So we call reinforcement. We call every girl we know. We yeah. said, how are you taking it? What do you think? First initial thought. Every single girl was like, red flag, red, red flag, flag, red flag. flag. They're like, no, 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 no. They said, this is not the energy you want to be going into it. Yeah. This is this is foreshadowing for what it could be in the future. And listen, everyone can have their own interpretation of that. Read it however they might. But for me, call me old school, all right? <laughs> I like someone that is forward, yeah. says what they want. Says yes, tonight's has, happening yes, at this have place at this time. Basic yeah. manners. Right. And like it didn't have to be anything crazy. Just yes, can't wait. See you then. <laughs> Would have been suffice. So I start panicking and I'm pissed because I said I got my makeup on. I'm ready yeah, to go. She was fully ready to go. I mean, and I was, was looking forward was, to this she one was for two weeks. Hours too early, but she was ready to go. <laughs> so I said I need a breather. I ordered some takeout. I said, I got to walk. So I'm, I'm sitting I in the living room while she's figuring this out. I'm eating just a carrot cake alone, just waiting for her to make her decision on what she wants to do. She goes on a walk. I come back. At this point, I was kind of just like, you, you know what? You kind of expect, yeah. My new thing is I, I always would make excuses for not bad behavior, just sus behavior yeah. or strange behavior because I wanted something so badly. And now I'm at that point where I don't want to settle. And if something doesn't sit right in my gut, and it might sit right in yours, but if it doesn't sit right in my gut, mm -hmm. then I'm not going to go for it. I'm right. not going to waste my time. I'm not going to pursue something that I already have a bad feeling about. Right. And then I text him back and I said, hey. Wait, can we just say <gasps> this is – she's about to say the the most stupid excuse and so <laughs> – no, like when I say, when she you said it was good. No, Why did you tell me said this? Because it's scene. It is why it's stupid is the fact that the timing and his response and then the no message. Oh, here we go. It's so. So bad. I respond back. Okay. Sorry, I'm at a work event. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to make it tonight. No regrets. Don't feel bad. I don't feel anything. I'm numb. He responds, got it. <laughs> now listen, 
if he had made a reservation and places already booked, event. I would I would feel a different way. This plan was so loose. It was barely discussed. Yeah. It was a random bar. Like, I'm not ruining his Saturday. It was also 6 o'clock at night. He's fine. Oh, God. But, yeah. So that was my Saturday that date. That was her Saturday. That was that. that was- Here's the thing. I was pretty bummed out that whole rest of the night. I really was. Yeah, you and were. I was kicking myself because I always do this. What? Get too excited? No. Well, yes. <laughs> but... <laughs> I started to second guess my choice in doing that and not going on the date. And then I started to feel bad. Like I made the wrong decision. Mm. And then I started to feel like I hurt his feelings. And then I started – and I was like, hold on. Why do I always feel <laughs> like sad or regret for something that doesn't make me feel comfortable just because it's making someone else feel uncomfortable? Because you're a people pleaser and you're oh, and you're trying to make – you're trying to find the benefit of the doubt. You're trying to also make a bad situation good and you're trying to also see like a hypothetical that isn't even – you have to also go with, you know, what I've always said, women have really good gut instincts. If everyone yeah. – even, hey, even Chris, he had a gut – he knew immediately that message was just like an okay. off, off message. It's It's not – it's tough because you were excited about it. So I think the buildup was kind of such a bummer that you couldn't follow through with it. And then also, you know, of course you're like, but what if it, he was just trying to make a joke and I just didn't get it yeah. clearly. But like, you don't know him. He doesn't know you. That's it's true. weird. Every person, though, by the way, people second guess themselves, but you did the right thing because that that message was just a little offhand. I also <laughs> have to say this. It's so easy to feel discouraged. After you've gone on a bad date or something didn't work out the way you were expecting. And it's really, 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 really important to not blame yourself and just let it be. Sometimes those types of people aren't ready for the same things that you are. And that's okay. Well, I think also you have, and everyone does, has standards. Like people have things that they require. And that's Mm -hmm. why not everyone is meant for everybody. Because if everyone was meant for everybody, everyone would just like be in a relationship 24-7 with 100 people. But that's why some person, some guy is going to, you know, do the things that you want him to do on the first date. Like follow up and give you the – and some girls don't care about that, which is totally fine. But like I'm that way too. Like I want the more traditional, formal way of dating than other people. And so, look, this guy wasn't that. At all, because clearly he didn't actually make a reservation. He did not follow up with anything. Hundred percent. You need to look at it as like so, you dodged a bullet because at the end of the day, that wasn't going to be a right match. And not for, for him you. either. So hundred percent. I mean, you're not you're not the bullet. I'm not saying that you're. I am the bullet. <laughs> you know that it would be not, but you know, in that way. But yeah, that was. And then now that's why Sassine's giving up. So she's. I'm not okay. I'm not. I'm not. But I am. It did switch how I want to approach dating now. So I'm I'm not gonna get off the apps. Oh. I was real close to she hitting is, that delete button the other day. She was really gonna delete it. Okay, I'm not gonna get off, but I do want to change my mindset of how I go into dating. Literally since my the dawn of time, I'm just kidding. Literally since I started dating, I always altered myself physically emotionally, personality-wise, mm-hmm. to what I think that person would like to see the most. Like, right. I would dress more seductively for one date because I would think that person would be more attracted to me if I did. I would not speak as much or speak more because I thought they would like that. I would listen to different kinds of music. Like, I was always trying to 
change who I am so that they liked me. And I'm so sick of trying to find validation through these strangers yeah. that are literally just getting up, putting on shoes and going and not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to try. And maybe that's what my problem has been. Like I've maybe I haven't found my person because I'm constantly trying to You're showcase a different version of myself instead yeah. of just who just I am. Just being who you are and just yeah. kind of letting it naturally come to you and when it works at the right time. But I, I relate to that. I mean, I, I relate to that in more of like a self-growth sense, like how, mm -hmm. how I feel like I'm putting myself in an environment where I'm like, go, go, go. And that's just not who I am. And like, that's probably why I'm breaking out more. And like how you're, how you do that with relationships. I probably just do that, you know, socially a little bit sometimes. And so yeah. everyone needs to, you know, we all need some fine tuning or re remembering. But I do, I also are. do think, I do think the only time you should sort of, you always say this to me and mom says this to me that I need to change how I dress because I come off as unapproachable when I'm in public. No, I don't say, okay, Sistine, by the way, that's not really what the context was. It's not us saying that she dresses like Wednesday Adams and everyone's scared of her. No, I like to dress like a 12 year old boy. You, it was just, yeah. well, and this is the thing, by the way, one time she put on something that I just recommended, did not say she had to, she didn't have to. And that was the dress that every person was coming up to her saying how gorgeous, how like naturally and beautiful, which is fun. You can I looked like a cupcake. And by the way, look how Sassine's dressing now. <gasps> exactly. Wait, so she, just... she just, she wanted to dress this way, but she thought she shouldn't because she had got dark hair and decided to be all emo. Sophia told me right before the date, she said, this is your pep talk to me. Don't be such a black cat like you always are. Act more like a golden retriever. Like me. And my question is, do you think when I'm sitting at these dates that I'm just being so dark and like moody and By angsty? By the way, and in like my defense seductive? too, Scarlett was on the FaceTime with no, me. No, but and what do you think my vibe is? I on the FaceTime. Um, when I'm on a date. Sistine, you... Do you think I'm approachable? Do you think no, I'm intimidating? No, yes. Because the thing is, when I, for, for me, I already know. When I go into a room, like people know this about me. I'm almost too bubbly sometimes. I'm like, hi, da, 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 da. like I love to make everyone like, just love me. I'm like, hi, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your favorite? What's your zodiac? I don't care. You kind of go in very methodical things, like a little bit more slower and then set, which is good, but it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. This is why I'm saying this. What are you saying? You aren't that way. You're this way, how we talk right now. You're always like this. You're more like the golden than you are the black hat. You look like the black hat. You don't, you are internally the golden. So, and that's, there's no problem with black hats. God, I love all, I, she love, I love cats and dogs. We accept all cats. <laughs> but my point is, is that you just, I feel like you just need to loosen up on dates. Don't, you don't need to when you said you were dressing for guys sometimes, we were like, oh, I need to like seem a certain way. It is in the same way as your personality. Like you need to just be, you know, who you are. If And by the way, and look, I'm not saying that I'm always so like super upbeat peppy, but why are you looking at me like that? I'm listening. No. I'm listening. It's stressing me out. I feel like you think I'm being mean. No, no, no. I appreciate all constructive criticism. Because clearly, way, if what you want to be the doing, black hat, no, you're I super hot and you're hot and it's great. And you can wear you can wear like pants and t-shirts and no, I want baseball hats. You said I can wear pants and t-shirts. Thanks. What else would I wear? <laughs> Socks too. <laughs> Underwear is that okay? <laughs> Let it breathe. Okay. It's funny though because I was talking about this with Sly, 
And I was like, I just want you to know, Dad, that you have been the biggest cock block of our love lives. Oh, yeah. We did bring it. He actually has been the worst. I'll say living in New York versus L.A. And I'm not going to get into that where you were about to jump up. But I'm just saying people in L.A. are around, you know, actors and lesbians a little bit more. <laughs> I love saying lesbians. Um, so I guess when they talk about dad, it's not it's, it's not as frequent as it is yeah. in here. Well, what he was saying like that just about dating in New York, because he used to live here. So yeah. he somewhat gets it. And from all the stories that we've told him, he brought up a really good point. He said dating in New York City, it's so condensed. Yeah. And there's so many options, especially when you're on a dating app, that guys and girls don't really feel the need to have to put an effort for something or follow up. Or if something seems like it's too much work, you can just drop that person no problem because there's going to be a hundred more options lined up for you. So it's almost like the idea of putting in a little bit of effort or, you know, being chivalrous towards a woman is harder to find because why not just you'll find a gorgeous girl that doesn't really need all those extra things. What he was saying to us specifically about New York and LA was, and I actually, when he said that, I go right light, like, wow, that's, mm-hmm. he's hundred percent correct on this is that when I went on dates in LA, even if it was once a month or maybe every three months, I actually went on that date probably another four times, the same guy. I don't know if it's because that the city is so, chaotic and energetic and there's so many things to do every single day i think everyone has peter pan syndrome here no one actually wants to grow no one wants to grow up but in la people have to drive like 40 minutes to a date and so it's you know when you're saying yes to something you're you're saying yes to a date i don't even know how to explain that if that makes sense it's because it's too convenient yeah people here so so if you're looking to find true love in new york i don't know I mean, everyone's saying <laughs> move to different cities. But how do I just got here? I don't want to move. Yeah. Question. Whoa. Do you think monogamy in our generation exists? Mm-hmm. Name one. Um, Name them. Well, okay. I'm a, I'm, my girlfriend's no, listening really. to all your relationships are great. No, really. Don't you think it's... I. Uh, you know what? I think it's obviously... I feel like less people are willing. You know, I actually can't say that because I feel like everybody in my life is engaged and stuff and they want that. But do I feel like every person will stick like that forever? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if it's because of our parents' generation, for example. When you got married or you found that person, that was it. Like, deal with the good, deal with the bad. And that's why you hear these marriages, 30 plus years they've been together. Today, the idea of, a three-month relationship will short-circuit a man. Yeah. It really will. Well, yeah. But I, I feel like it's just also cheating is so easy now. That's so what that's I'm saying. that's probably what it is, yeah. You go on TikTok. So many good twerkers. So many gorgeous girls. Only fans. How about those girls? How about those girls that girlfriends hire to flirt with their boyfriend on... on what are you talking about? So... I've seen so many videos no. like this where girls will hire, girlfriends will hire, hire like, uh, it can be just me. You come up to me, you have a boyfriend, you go, hey, Soph, can you, I'm not her sister in this scenario. <laughs> hey, Sophia, can you DM my boyfriend? Just like follow him, like a story, whatever it is, and say like, hi, with a smiley face and see what he says. It's kind of, it's a little, it's a little like gotcha thing. And so they'll start talking to the guy and some of them block the girl. Here's the thing though. And then some of them, end up going like let's go on a date i don't have a girlfriend like, no oh, here's the thing if you have to go through that. all those troubles and 
go through his phone. You already found the answer. You don't need to look for it. Yeah. You already know what's happening. But I, I just, like, for example, we're too stimulated. There's too many things happening. There's too many available options. Yeah. AI, did you see what they're doing now? No, what? What else are they doing? They're making the most realistic, gorgeous bots that look like human with human flesh. They have Instagram accounts. They, if you pay for their OnlyFans or whatever, they can talk to you on the phone. They can message you back. They can send you private photos. So why would any guy need any real person? But don't you think it's don't don't they want someone real though? Like, I, I feel like I wouldn't want to talk to a robot. Like if I knew I was talking to AI, even if he was super realistic, her is happening, guys. That movie, her, it's coming. I think in the next ten years. Give well, or anyway, take. that was my tangent, and I would just like to preface: this isn't all men. Okay, we know there's some good eggs out there, and we appreciate you guys. You can DM us. Just the ones <laughs> I have encountered, not so much. Oh wait, actually, speaking of Saturday. Oh, the plot thickens, you okay, guys. So How did I this forget? Is the same Saturday. So by the way, when she says she gave up, I did too. Um, so. I've, I said this in my last episode uh, with Cecilia. I said that I'm kind of burnt out, which is still true. I'm very – actually, I think, I think my last nugget of energy was Saturday, and I'll explain why, because I'm not leaving the house again. So I basically <clears throat> was like – I'm. I said – yeah, actually, I wrote this down too that I was saying I canceled all my plans last minute. So I have a problem with – throughout the week, accepting every single plan someone gives me, like from party full or whatever. And then the day comes and I just want to not go. And so I have a hard That's time. Fair. So I have a good time. I have an easy time saying yes, telling them I can't go. I literally wait till an hour before because I get so nervous. Yeah, that's but that's normal. I think no one really. wants to overextend themselves. Yeah. Because then when the plan does come, you're going, oh, man. Overextend. I, didn't, I haven't gone out of the <laughs> But you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you woke up that morning and you got cramps real bad. You didn't know that last week. That's true. You never didn't, know. Didn't know cramps were coming. So um, Saturday, there was a bunch of events going on. And I actually wasn't feeling that great Saturday. And so I figured, you know what? I am going to order and eat that carrot cake my friend said I should go order. Just, and stay with your sister that just got. And then stay with Cecilia. I was basically. like, great. Cecilia's going to hang out with me. We go to bed at the the crisp hour of 930 at night on Saturday. And we're watching Make TV. us sound more sad, <laughs> Sophia. So, I'm in bed. I am read. I, I like to read at night. So I'm not even looking at my phone. Going, going. I turn off the light. I'm like, good night, world. Yeah. I don't know why, no, but, but I have to give my POV. Oh. I know you're awake and you know that I'm awake because even though it's 1130 at night, we're both active on TikTok sending each other <laughs> videos. And this is that point of the night where I'm three melatonin deep. I'm kind of seeing stars, but I'm just scrolling. I know it's bad, but I'm just scrolling this time I until I fall asleep. I wasn't using TikTok this time because I didn't know what time it was because okay. I really was okay. reading. But I probably was before and it said I was active. But um, I don't I don't know why, but I just wanted to check my phone. I don't know. I was like literally this close to <laughs> like being knocked out and stupid addiction me. I like grab my phone. I look at it and it says like 1130. And I see a text from my girlfriend who's out and about, and she says that someone's at a party, mm. a certain someone. And I shoot up in bed, 
because I've been waiting for this moment. Wait, what did I do? I remember what you did. I actually don't. I've like blacked out and I forgot that message. I'm on TikTok. About to close my eyes. I get a FaceTime from you. Oh, you're yeah, sitting I did in FaceTime pitch black. you. I completely forgot. Yeah, you're sitting in pitch black. I'm sitting in pitch black. And I go, huh. And you said, we'll call him Mysterious Mike. Yeah, that's a good one. Mysterious Mike is at the party. Do I go? Do I go? Do I go? I said, turn the curling iron on. We're going. And my girlfriend says, get your ass here. I FaceTime my other girlfriend. She's all dressed up. I go, where are you? She goes, at my apartment. What do you need? I go, you're coming with me to this. And she goes, So when I tell you, (laughs) there has never been more chaos in 20 minutes. I'm putting Sophia's socks on as she's drawing a smoky eyeliner wing. (laughs) I'm pouring her tequila shot and curling her hair at the same time. I've been in bed. I have been antisocial this whole week. Pimple cream on. Pimple cream on. Glasses. My mouth tape was on my mouth. Like it was, I was like in it. Like in but bed. But you looked good. I got ready by 1230 thing. You know, raced out the door. Raced out the door. Took yeah. two tequila shots. Out. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I get to see Mysterious Mike. This, I've been waiting for this. Like I'm so glad he's in town. Blah, blah, blah. I show up. I walk in. I see the bartender. I'm like, bartender, I need another shot. I'm getting really nervous. Gives me a shot. Then he's like, I like your, I like your energy. We take a shot together. No, I've had four shots. Good. Stand up straight. Walk into the crab. He left. He wasn't there. <laughs> Not a good night for the Stallone girls. It was bad. I get a text from you. I stayed up till 1.30. Because I said, oh, I can't wait. I said, text me with updates. All I get was, he left. <laughs> I feel dumb. And guess what? Want to hear the best part? Want to hear the best part? Apparently, as I pulled up, he drove off. That's how close of a call now, it was. Now, do you believe in serendipity? Timing is everything. Things are meant to be that way. Yeah. Or do you just think it was bad timing? I think it was. I, I think, think it was just bad timing. I think timing. two things. No, I think bad timing. And I think that timing is everything, though. Like now, I feel, I feel like, I feel like for our first encounter, like that probably wouldn't have been the best scenario to meet. So that's what I'm telling myself. Thing. <laughs> I actually seriously admired that you put yourself out there. All in the name of love. <laughs> but you know what? You here. shouldn't feel bad just because it didn't work out the way that you had intended. Doesn't mean it was a failed mission. I think it was a learning lesson. We learned a lot about you. We learned that you can look great in 20 minutes. I, I, you have to be impressed by that. We learned that sometimes you just got to go for it, even if it doesn't go the way you want. You know what? Want. Actually, 100%. There is a learning lesson to yeah. this. If you're having that do I, do I not moment and your gut is telling you do it, do mm. it. Just go. You know what? Did it, did it take the last bit of energy I had? Yes. Was it the reason that I probably have two more pimples on my face? Maybe. A- absolutely. But- I never got to say what if, and I'm really happy that I didn't fully just give up on anything. Like I, 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 I still have it. There's a fire. There's a kernel that's like barely lit. It's in me. It's coming out. By the way, but, you shouldn't. If yeah. I'm not giving up and I'm feeling pretty doo-doo, you shouldn't give up. Yeah. Mysterious Mike, we're coming for you. 
Okay. Uh, you you escaped this time. You escaped my, you slipped through my fingers this you time. You snuck by by the hair on my chinny chin chin. But just you bet your bottom dollar will get right, you next we're in, time. We're in a wear grippy gloves. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Velcro myself gonna get to your you. Legs. I'm going to get your arms. You're not going anywhere. Sleep tight. Just kidding. Um, Hold on. We went to go see the new Hunger Games. Yeah. Last night. Mm-hmm. Gabby and I told you. Hold on. Mr. Snow? I told you. If Mr. Snow's my sponsor, <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. I volunteer. Um, <laughs> hold on. Sistine, that is so dark. Nope. So if, no. If, if someone got if someone else was called for the Hunger Games and they said, oh, Snow is your is your person, you would say, Even I if, volunteer? That's me. It's not my name. That's me. I'm with him. Yeah. No, that's me. But you might die. We might live. <laughs> but we might live. I will say, I will say, I've, I've seen some photos of this guy that everyone's talking about. And I was like, okay, he's good looking. He's objectively mm. good looking. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> this film? How old is he? He has a girlfriend. Respectfully. Apparently. How old is he? I don't know. Mr. Snow, what's his name? <laughs> Look at Mr. Snow. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. That was such a good movie, though. Chris, did you see the movie? I have not. I'm not going to lie. It was long. And I, I don't love a movie that's over two and a half hours. You know what also really grinded my gears? Why do kids... That's, that's not him. <laughs> Mr. Snow. <laughs> Sophia... It's just a snowman. That's what he said. Just look at Mr. Snow. But here's the thing. The movie, I have to say, was actually pretty gory. Like, there were way more killings than in the other ones. It was way more aggressive. But what shocked me even more was right behind us, this couple brought a two-year-old who was screaming at every death. Oh, the entire film, it would be silent. Someone just died. The baby would go, ah! Or the baby would go, ah! It's not funny. <laughs> and everyone in the audience was like, Come it brings up but it was pretty gory. It was gory. I, yeah. I actually there were moments I I was twitching. Like the other Hunger Games didn't even I'll say this is probably one of my favorites. Huh? I'm not gonna lie. I love all of them, but that, that was a top one. What's the lead's name, Rachel? Yes. She ate. She was not gonna lie, she ate. Also he's twenty eight. Yeah, you'd survive. You'd survive the Hunger Games. Uh, I would have not survived if I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my nail. I can't. It was so. No, I always said it was so good. It was so good. I'm glad we did on a Sunday, like a rainy day Sunday. It was nice. Yeah. You know, we got to do that again. Yeah. But probably not because you don't like public theaters. Are you excited? I'm cooking for you tonight. She is cooking for me tonight. Yo. And she's cooking everything that's, like, good for my skin and stuff. She's so sweet. You can never say I don't care about you. I never have Even said Even if I don't, don't actually physically me. hug you sometimes, you know that love is there. Also, to all the men watching, I'm domesticated. I've been oh cooking God, a lot. What? <laughs> I've been cooking a lot. I can read you bedtime stories. That's boring. No, it's cute. I'm making you a nice grilled salmon like with some you. roasted carrots and roasted beets on a bed of arugula. With the honey Dijon vinaigrette that I made. Maybe some chopped almonds. Fabulous. Yeah. Just fabulous. Okay, why does it say you're joining Dancing with the Stars? Because I am. Since when? I have been wanting to join Dancing with the Stars for years. You know they asked me like four years ago. 
Really? I want to go on it. Dad keeps saying I have no. A would you be pissed if I got on it with you and we competed against each other? No, I'd be so happy. I would love to see who would win. And you know who I think would win? Me. No doubt. I already took one salsa dancing class. I'm ready to go. I swear to you, actually. I'll tell you why. My hips are really like. So you're going to you're gonna base your winnings off of your ability to dance. I think I'm Wrong. pretty good. Wrong. I'll tell you how you win. Through America's hearts. You know what I would do? I'd start. Dating the dancer. A little bit of a spark, yep. I between me it. and my partner. Of course you would. I'm sorry. All the couples that have done that have gone through to the semifinals. No, the winner. Harry Jowsey and Riley Arnold. Is her name? R- Riley something? I'm not going to lie. It's got two left feet, right? <laughs> but they seem to like each other. And then they're... Love blossomed on TV. America wanted to keep saying it. They stayed till like they were like fifth. They got fifth. That's pretty crazy. That's crazy. He was not. I'm not. I'm sorry if you're you know probably watching this, but you're not a great dancer. And but she's great. But wouldn't that be like so? Like oh my god. Yeah. Alexis Run did it. Yeah. Yeah. I I would do that. I think that's a fun competition show. I do, but you're you would probably. I just I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed with the show. You are obsessed. obsessed. You've always had this. I'm a horrible dancer. But I just think it'd be, you know, to, you know just for I, like the plot, you know, you, sometimes I want to do things just to sit around a dinner table and shock people and be like, you know, I was Dancing with the Stars, right? Like just to throw a little wrench in there. Like fun fact, it was on yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Just yeah. like, like I want to do random stuff. And that's not really random. That's a, that's a big deal. But what competition show would I win? Special like, Forces. I, I would, I, you know what? Truly. Shut up. No, no, no. Shut up. If the bathroom situation was wasn't say, situated like that. You need like to go that, number two and no, private. I'm telling no, you, you're not if going. you guys haven't seen Special Forces, they're basically in eight days in, in mili- hell. In t- military training. You do the most aggressive things ever. People are bleeding, punching each other. It's crazy. I actually do think I could do well at that. No, actually, I wouldn't. I'd get a migraine and my contact would pop out. I'm kidding. What, you, what competition show would you win? I think, like, the Westminster Dog Show. Like, I would kill it. If I had a really good golden retriever, <laughs> I could kill that. Are you joking? Or the dog show. Yeah. That's the first thing you thought of. <laughs> All right. Well, this is just kind of a venting podcast. The scene, you know what the scene said to me? What? She said, we really need to structure this out today. I go, well, the ones that we haven't really structured out have been pretty funny and good. She goes, no, no, send me the Google Doc. We're going to have it laid out. Was this better than the last one? What, because it was all about me? Oh, is that why you... No, I didn't say that! (laughs) When in doubt, shout. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Unwaxed Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. (laughs) Thank you guys. Um, We'll see you next Tuesday. No, no, Give us a rating review on five stars. That is so bad. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the episode. Can you just sign off? I'm going to sign off, but I'm going to strangle you right after. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Unwax Podcast with your favorite sisters, Sistine and Sophia. And we will see you next Tuesday. Ciao. Bella.